Hello, everyone. Today, I thought I'd tell you a story, my hair story. You see, I think most people have a love-hate relationship with their hair. We want to look good, but it's not always possible. But being a Black woman living in America or living in a European society where European standards of beauty are prevalent, my hair story is particularly different but I think most black women can actually relate. As I grew up, one of the things we always heard about was good hair, good hair. Good hair was the hair that was straight or silky or wavy. Good hair is the hair that you could pull back in a ponytail and it would kind of hang or swing nicely. So what was the opposite of good hair? Nappy hair. Nappy hair meant that there was always some way you had to tame it. Nappy hair remain, remained the bane of my existence for most of my childhood. You see, my mother was a beautician. Back days, they called the cosmetologists beauticians. And as a beautician, her main way of controlling my nappy hair was the dreaded straightening comb. The straightening comb was a Saturday night ritual in which it was heated up on the stove and the iron pulled through the hair to make it straight. It looked totally straight and it would stay that way until it got wet, until it got damp. So after our hair was straightened on Saturday, we were not allowed to move. Any sweat would cause those edges to revert and we did not want a nappy kitchen. The kitchen is the back of the hair, right at the neck. That's called the kitchen. I had two foster sisters while I was growing up. They had good hair. So the comparison between the good hair, light-skinned sisters, and the little nappy hair, dark-skinned one, was one that people would sometimes point out rather cruelly. I didn't mind this so much. It just knew that I had to work harder to keep my hair looking good. I was kind of happy when braids came in fashion. When braids became fashionable, they started off with cornrows. And then there was the Black is Beautiful movement where everyone had an Afro. I felt like I had found my tribe. I was so excited, but there was one little caveat my parents would not allow me to wear an afro. My mother, as a beautician, thought it looked unkempt. So her version of an afro for me was letting my hair be natural, not straightening it, but using a hot curling iron to put in tiny little curls all over my head and then fluffing it. I looked more like a poodle than an afro hated that style. However, she would let me have an Afro wig that I could wear occasionally. But I embraced natural hair anyway. And after I got grown and right after college, I started embracing braids. First I did the cornrows and then I learned to find the box braids. Now, between braided styles, because I've had to get someone to 
braid my hair for me, which was an additional cost. I would probably leave my natural hair in something like an Afro puff, where I would pull it back a little bit with a headband or a thick comb and just let the rest of it flow free. And then as I started working and I needed a slightly more polished look, I would pull it back into a something like a French roll, but it would be totally natural. You see, all of my life, I have never figured out why my hair had to be a problem. I never figured out why it was not socially acceptable or deemed professional for me to wear my hair exactly the way it grew out of my head. Now, I resisted the creamy crack, never did have a real perm, because I just couldn't see doing that to my hair. You see, I'd always had hair issues. When I was little, and most as um, my hair was beginning to grow, I had eczema, and the eczema caused my hair to break off and come out in clumps. So for much of my toddlerhood, I was a slightly balding child. Not a good concept. Then as I grew older, I realized that my hair was what they called fine and thin. It was still nappy, but it was so fine that the heat that my sisters could take on their hair would burn mine right off. So I couldn't use as much heat. It was a love-hate relationship for years. But when box braids became popular, I was in heaven. Now, the only problem is I started wearing box braids more often and more frequently and earlier than most people did. Now, box braids were something children had or people that did not have professional jobs had. I guess some people would even say that box braids were at one point in quotes, ghetto, unquote. But I wore them anyway. Now, usually because of the way I prefer to wear them, I would have them done and then I would have them piled up on top of my head in some sort of bun. But when I found micro braids, I was in heaven. That was my new style. Now, all of this time, usually I was the only person in the room with braids. This was like in the 90s. There were maybe one or two people that would have them put in for some special event or for some special effect, but I literally wore them all of the time. And it wasn't until in the mid-90s, 96 or 97, when I took a trip to Boston to see some cousins that I found my braided tribe. You see, living here in the South, didn't see many braids. But in Boston, I thought I was in heaven. I remember going to church that Sunday and not being able to pay attention to the service, looking at all the beautiful women and girls of all ages with their beautifully braided styles. You see, back home, you didn't see braids on people of a certain age. And you didn't see braids on that on people that much in general, unless they were kids. So to find my braided people, I was excited. Now, let me back up a little. Before I went braided, I did try one chemical, the dreaded jerry curl. Yes, the jerry curl in which your hair was always looked and felt wet, where you had to sleep in a shower cap 
and where oil stains dripped on everything. I had to have special pillowcases to make sure that I didn't ruin them. I had to be careful that I did not have my hair too damp when I had on a collared shirt or else your collar would get drippy. It was a mess. Why in the world did we think that we looked good in that? I do not know. Hey, when I met my husband, he even had a jerry curl. How I figured that was attractive, I don't know. I guess I looked beyond the curl. But that was one of the steps on my journey. After a while, I got tired of damaging my hair with the box braids because they were so heavy that they would pull my hair out and my edges would pretty much almost disappear. Still working on those. So I ended up deciding that no more extensions, no more box braids, no more micro braids. I am going to go to a natural stylist. Now, the first couple of times I went, I got a variety of natural styles, which still involved some extensions, but they weren't that long. And they were usually kind of curly. I can remember paying up to $250 for a style that would last six weeks. Not very cost effective, but I looked cute. And at some point, looks trump everything else. Then I decided to, and my stylist decided that I needed to rest my hair and just go with plain old two strand twist. Now, two strand twists were cute, but the only thing is you had to redo them every now and then. They did give my hair a chance to rest. And by this time, I was beginning to look for hair products to help thicken my thinning hair. Because as I got older, in relationship to medication, lupus, and hair stress, I was beginning to lose the hair on top of my head. That crown thing was giving me that almost male pattern baldness look, which I did not want. Also, after several years of steroids and heavy lupus flares, the texture of my hair was changing. Oh yes, it was still mostly nappy, but the top of the hair got this kind of strange, almost straightish look with some waves in it. And back toward the back got really, really in the where the nape is, where the little kitchen is, got almost straight back there too couldn't figure that out. That lasted for a while. So I went to a dermatologist to ask her about hair loss. And she suggested that the best thing for hair loss was Rogaine. Now, I don't like um, chemicals that much, but she suggested it and it did work. The interesting thing was she suggested that I do not use the women's Rogaine, use the men's Rogaine. Just be very careful and not let it drip. So I used it for a while, and my hair did get thicker and stronger. But the only problem with Rogaine is when you stop using it, it stops working and your hair falls back out again. Didn't like that. So I started looking for more natural approaches and found a product by a former student that was at a school where I taught it. I never really taught her but I did teach, um, I work with her in the gifted program. I'm not going to call her name right now because I forgot to get permission to do so. But she had started a company, which I will name. 
and the name of the company was Phoenix Deep Rooted. She made products. Well, first, let me say she had grown up and had ended up studying biology and chemistry. Brilliant young lady, recently finished a PhD. And she had developed her own line of hair care products, including one product that was supposed to help grow hair. That was the ASH series, A-S-H. So I ordered a sample bottle, put it in, and I could see improvement. So then I started ordering it again. I used the elixir and the penetrating oil. Those are my two go-to products. And I noticed my hair was growing. It was getting thicker gradually. So as my hair was getting thicker, I was continuing to do the two-strand twist. And then COVID happened. And everything, including my stylist, had to shut down. Well, I had just had to remove the twist. So I was ending up with a head full of natural hair, not knowing what to do with it. Well, since I wasn't going out at all, I decided not to worry about styling it. I would just shampoo, condition, keep it clean, use my Phoenix Deep Rooted products, and just kind of cornrow and braid it down. Now, the way I braided it was in such a way so that if you just saw me on camera, it looked like I had a very short haircut, which was the idea because we started doing stuff on Zoom around then. No one, no one could see my braids in the back. Now, God remember, remember I said that my mom was a beautician? She had skills in doing hair. Those skills skipped me. I had no skills whatsoever. My daughter, poor thing, when she was growing up, her hair looked like who would have thought it until a friend grabbed her and gave her a perm. And now she is natural. And my daughter has, re has received the hairdressing skills from my mom. But I digress. Anyway, so while I was at home doing nothing, I decided to go ahead and use my products diligently like I'm supposed to. So that when the shop opened up, Yes, I'm one of those still going back into a shop, but hey, we're safe, all masks, very small shop, no more than usually four people in the room at the time. Well, anyway, when I went back, my stylist noticed, wow, your hair is really getting thicker. And I'm like, yeah, I've been using the products. She said, it feels like it's healthier too, and it's beginning to, you know, actually do well. So we started with the two strand twists, my usual go-to style. And we went to continue to do them. So a little over a month ago, I went in to get my twist removed. And usually with two-strand twists, all she does is untwist them. And I end up with a really nice curly um, style for a few weeks. Well, that day, she looked at my hair and says, wow, looks like it's trying to lock in the back. And she asked me something that was amazing to me. Do you want to lock your hair? Wow. That had been my dream for a long time. You see, I had tried to get her to lock my hair a couple of years ago. And she told me, that, look, your hair is just in such poor condition. You lock it, you'll probably lose it. So I had just decided I could never lock it. So I said yes. So two days ago, I had my locks begin. Now, they're still fairly short. But the amazing thing is my hair continues to grow. 
it continued. I've always kept it in protective styles, always made sure to have the silk and satin pillowcase, sleep with my hair either tied up in a silk or satin scarf, or wear a hair bonnet. All those movies where you see Black women going to sleep and their hair is loose, lies. We tie up our hair. All those movies and TV shows where you see Black women jumping in the shower and letting their hair go free, unless we are washing our hair, our hair is covered. Our hair is precious to us. It expresses who we are. So now, at the ripe old age of 66, I am going to have locks. And I am so excited. Now, my hair journey is probably different from yours. But if you're a Black woman listening to this right now, you're probably having a chuckle or two, remembering all the styles you went through and all the things you went through. The jerry curl, for me, never used the creamy crack of a relaxer, but I did dye my hair a couple of times. But right now, at this point, I am just happy and satisfied with my hair the way it is. It's beginning to gray, and these last few months, the gray has come in rather nicely. I have more gray around my face and less toward the back, and I really think that once these locks start growing out, it's going to be really pretty. But in the meantime, I am loving this new look. I am loving the freedom. Yes, I have to go back to my stylist at Natural Elegance in Richmond, Virginia. Check her out. I have to go back to my stylist every six weeks for her to go back and do the locking and tightening. But that's okay. I'm ready for this new journey. And right now, in the middle of COVID, I needed something new to focus on. And I think all of us need something new to focus on. Now, the next thing, I need to focus on my nails. I used to keep them really good until I started working out in the pool a lot. So hair down, nails to go. Well, anyway, that is my hair story. Drop a comment or let me know what your hair story is all about. Maybe we can get you on as a guest one day. Anyway, take care. Oh, by the way, I haven't given up on politics. I'm just taking a reprieve. And right now, I think all of us need one. So we'll be back again soon. Talk to you later. Have a great week. And don't forget, take care of your crown. Love you. Bye.